Baby girl, won't you come and hold my hand? Won't you come and chill out with the Virgo? Hey girl, just come and hold my hand. Won't you come and just chill with the Virgo? Sipping on Merlot, you ain't gotta be my girl though. I drop you off at Willoughby and Murdo. Smash with the Virgo, ain't got to take your shirt off. You see me convince your homegirl. Girl, please, no, go ahead, rewind it, rewind and do it again, let me hear that, let me hear that first part again. Wow, 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 y'all heard that? And the fucked up part, the fucked up part about it is I feel like at one point I didn't know what he said in that beginning, but because you just did that, my brain is like warped. Like I can't even, I can't even tell you what it really was now. Cause like, it's like the Indian version, Guyanese, like something. Bollywood on that ass. Right. Here we are. Right. Back at it again. Back on it again. Post retreat. Post yeah. get out. You know? Right. And now I've seen us twice. Twice. Yeah, I went again last night. Hmm. Do you feel like you've gotten a better understanding of watching um, it twice? I think that I or you I were on up it on from a few more. Okay. No, I was I when I went into it, I said, you know, the answers are not going to be in plain sight. So mm-hmm. I definitely feel like the first time I watched it, I watched it with a very critical eye. But this time I did pick up on a couple more little clues that were like embedded in the shots and like various shots and stuff like that that he did. So I, I picked up on those nuances, but my feelings towards the meaning, I feel like remain the same. Mm hmm. Yeah. You saw it by now, right? Yeah, you saw yeah, it. Yeah, I saw it Wednesday. So, did you what did you think about it? Did you like it? I feel like it was cool, but it's definitely an it's an acquired taste. Like you have to really be like on your analysis, like really trying to understand what is going on. Cuz I seen it with my friend and he was actually telling me that the whole shadow people thing like that's a real thing what do you mean the shadow people is a real thing different dimensions or some yeah it's just beyond me honestly it's like on some (laughs) next level shit that i'm just like uh i need to watch this again because i'm not clear on a few things it's definitely something i feel like you have to watch twice anyone that i spoke to said the exact same thing yeah like i personally all i could think about was the New York City subway mole people. Because my dad told me one time he was working on a, on a movie in the New York City subways. And they were down there in the tunnels, like, you know, going to wherever they were doing the shot. And he saw the people that, like, lived down there or whatever. 
And so, and the fact that in the beginning of the film, you know, Jordan is brings up that statistic about there's so many tunnels in this country that are pointless and like unused or whatever. There's like a whole sub culture of people that are like homeless of, of people that we just don't even or like that is their home rather but we just don't even acknowledge them or they're like invisible to us mm-hmm. you know because we're just up here like right living our best life but there's like a whole nother world yeah. underneath of people that are like living right a life i don't know if it's their best life mm-hmm. but i started that's, that's, thinking like you know what if I'm not me. You know? What if I got switched or we all got switched at some point and we're just little, you know, like robots or whatever, like something just on some other level. Like, wouldn't that be something? It's just, it's crazy. It seemed like there was a bigger message to that that storyline. And you do raise a good point in terms of the mole people and the tunnels because I didn't even think about that even though it was like pretty obvious but i forgot all about the mole people who live underground right that's crazy but it was a cool movie like jordan's very creative and i enjoyed very it. creative the film had an incredible opening weekend i mean geez three million more than his to- get out film the highest grossing film for an original horror film or something like that and I did also read something after the fact this past week of him saying he could probably never cast a white man in a leading role in any of his films. And I said, you know, even though you've cast a white woman as the leading role in your life, you know, mm-hmm. I'm glad to know that at least the work you're putting out for the world to see, <laughs> you repping your set. Because he's married to a white woman. He's saying he would never have like a lead white woman Actor. in his or man, hmm. yeah. Hmm. All right, Peel. Right. Um, we see you. Okay, cool. Well, I have an icebreaker. All right. What's it gonna be then? All right. The zombie apocalypse is coming. Who are three people you want on your team? These can be any three people you can think of. That she would want on your team to fight the zombie apocalypse or to survive throughout the zombie apocalypse with. Dang. The zombie apocalypse is coming. Who are the three people on my team? It could be anyone. Let's see. Three people on my team will be Klaus from the Vampire Diaries. Ooh. Uh, Sorry, I'm getting mystical, bitch. I'm like, fuck (laughs) out of here. I'm getting mystical on this ass. I'm trying to be protected, okay? Uh, Ooh, let me think of some mystical ass bitches. And, you know, because only because I've just been watching the show, I've been hearing Wolverine a lot and how he's able to regenerate, you know? Heal. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and heal. So, him too, because he could be my shield. Right. Uh, And also. The last one has to be a woman. Who do I want? I need a witch. <laughs> I'm really like, I'm really not playing either. I need a witch. Wait. I'll do Sabrina. 
You know, Sabrina from the from the new Sabrina. Yeah, or fuck, fuck that. I'll do Bonnie from there. I'll do Bonnie from Vampire okay, Diaries as Bonnie. well. Yeah, yeah, no, she, she, honestly, Bonnie stay putting her life on the line for those white people. Yeah. I used to get so upset, like Bonnie, why are you saving these fuck niggas that just keep making the same decisions? <laughs> <laughs> Bonnie so always <laughs> exhausting her little self, right? Running out of magic and shit, right? <laughs> fucking white people. I just she hope that she keep that her. same energy when she sees sis like out right. here struggling, <laughs> needing the help, you know. So those are my three: uh, Klaus from Vampire Diaries, Wolverine, and Bonnie from Vampire Diaries. That's a good lineup. Klaus was a good choice, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Because he too is a vampire with magic and strong. Like he's strong, like you know an right. old vampire. Like he's wise. He's been wise. in the game for a minute. You know. You probably know about them tunnels. You know. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh man, imagine running into a zombie mob in a tunnel. Mm-hmm. That would be scary. Okay. Oh um, my goodness. I think my starting three is gonna have to be. The GOT Dream Team, Khaleesi and Jon Snow. Wow, <laughs> Khaleesi and Jon Snow, bitch. Oh, okay, because you know they know all about we the White Walk, the White Walkers. Oh gosh, yeah, and Jon Snow them. resurrected ass. Like, come on. I'm bringing them, and I'm also bringing the black chick. From The Walking Dead with the sword. Okay, so I never watched Walking Dead. Now I'm like, who that? Okay, um, that is she was. Uh, what is this actor's name? She was in. Um, wasn't she in Black Panther? Hold on, let me let me pull her up. I was about to Google her too. Michonne from Walking Dead. That's her. Mm-hmm. Michonne was definitely in Black Panther as. Okoye. Ah. Look, let me show you her. Oh, yes. Yes, her. I like her. What's her name? Her real name is Danae Guerriera. But wait, let me show you how she looks in... um, Walking Dead? Yeah, because she looks like a real bad bitch. Like a super duper... Here she go. She got these locks. Oh, wow. And then wait, here's her sword. She be going crazy with the sword. She fights zombies, you know what I mean? And she kills them all with the sword. Nice. There she go. There she go, looking like a fierce warrior ready to slay. Experience. Zombie slayer. Yeah, so that's who I'm going with. If anything, I can just be tucked up under a dragon's wing and they can handle it. You know? (laughs) Oh my god. Between the three of them. I wish I could think of like a black man. I maybe maybe Black Panther himself. Mm. As an alternate. Right. Because Jon Snow has a lot of strength, but maybe we might have to swap him out for Black Panther in the indestructible Panther suit. Mm Mm-hmm. That was a good one, right? That was. That was. It was really good. And I'm glad that we both like thought big 
Like <laughs> this ain't no this ain't no hoe. You know what I mean? Like right. this is a I don't need I don't need like fucking Mr. T or Right. Um, you know, with no offense, I love y'all, but I definitely don't need to be like I'm gonna bring Sydney and Damo and <laughs> Chanel because they're my friends and I love them. No. I'm here to fight. To <laughs> I'm here to live. I'm trying to survive, right? Yo, I can only imagine Damo and Chanel in a zombie apocalypse. Nah, but bro, if you had to pick three people and you had you couldn't go three character right okay, okay, character okay, okay, wise. Okay, okay, who okay. who are you okay, choosing? Okay, okay. Three people that we each know personally. Ooh, that makes it even harder. Ooh, yeah, right? Because I was about to go out like I'm thinking, yeah. you know, what warrior? What <laughs> Three regular people that we know. That we know. Okay. Who, who, what niggas do I know that are like strong? All my niggas is like little fashion niggas. Like, <laughs> I'm taking, I'm taking James McMillan with me. Oh, he, that's good. Yeah, he's a workout expert. That and he'd be like is- flying off fucking chairs and shit. Like, I'm pretty right. sure, you know, he could work something out. Right. Uh, it's always good to get someone tiny and nimble too, you know, like, mm. like a ninja. Right. Dang. Or like a dancer. <laughs> On your like Game of Thrones shit. Okay. I'm going to take Chris Hubbard. Starting D lineman for okay. the Cleveland Browns. Okay. Wow, <laughs> look at you, <laughs> Brolic. You know, got some mm-hmm. shoulders, got some height on him. Got right. some, you know, he can ground his feet real good. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that would, he's he can run. You know, right. Okay, I'm gonna take him. Maybe who's somebody small that would be good and like maybe someone who's like clever. You know, like they can use trickery to like help save us. Mm-hmm. No, no, I need a doctor. I'm taking Felicia Oviallo. She's been in med school the longest out of all my friends. That's she's great. Fur- That's a good idea. Along. Damn. See, I wish you said she's that after me because now in... I want to take that too. Like I want a doctor. You could um, take Carmen. Yeah, I could take Carmen. You know Carmen personally. Yeah. Carmen. We could take, you know, who's that one that be? Like doing what he do? Krav Maga? Is he doing some type of, you know? Get the fuck out of here, bitch! Martial arts on that ass. Scissor kick on that ass. Right, right. Oh um, my god. Okay, one more. No, I haven't even got my. Oh no, we got the doctor. That was my. Okay, so that was your three. You got your three. So now I just need one more. Mhm. Okay, I got a a line lineman, a doctor. Who also used to run track, you know. I don't mm-hmm. know what that would... She might have to run until... Run for help. I don't know. Yeah. You want a and... fighter? A fighter. Okay, who's a fighter? Who we getting in the fights a lot? You know, honestly, Danny is kind of scrappy. Like, <laughs> yeah, actually, Danny might be down for the cause altogether. Yeah. Like, yeah. zombies? Like, Fight has- zombies? Yes. Let's- <laughs> <laughs> right. This might be her her moment, you know. Like I am honored that you would choose me. Choose me to be of all the people. Oh that you my gosh! Okay, that yeah, is so I think funny. that's who I'm. That's who I'm taking. I'm taking those three. Yes, that was great. Yeah, that was a good a good one. That was so funny. Okay, so, O M G, 
it's the astrological new year. I mean, we passed it already, but here we are. It's so crazy that we just keep looping this around. We keep looping it. The birthdays start all over. Mm Mm-hmm. Keep looping it. This is our, what, third cycle together of Uh, seeing this? Yes, third time around the sun for the astrological year. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what have we learned in this year of astrological bliss? I know I learned, well, I mean, of course, the lesson that's most fresh in my mind is about the Mercury retrograde and about the fact that it has to do with, as I suspected, with the distance to the sun Mm -hmm. and the times around the sun. You know, it has Mm -hmm. to do with that. So... I just learned that recently. What else did I learn this year? Astrology wise. Did I learn anything about any people? Did you learn anything? I probably won't be able to really pick out specifics, but I have been learning things about myself like downloading a new app that basically does the whole you know birth chart for you and Mm -hmm. gives you certain insights to what your character may be and stuff like that so learning that I'm not sure if this was the year that we learned that when it comes to looking at compatibility between you and your partner it's more than just the sun sign You know, like, it's the Venus, it's the Mars. Those planets play a part in it, too. Right. We probably didn't learn that in this year, but this is really just a recap. Yeah. One thing that I realized that I never really finished with you guys is, remember when, anytime when we were recording weekly, I would do one or name something like, okay, when Venus is square, you know, square, like those terms like square or quincunx and like things like that. I never yeah, really I honestly feel like we never followed up on that. We never all. finished it. We did it like two times or something and I never completed it. But I have some very exciting news. We will be getting back to that the next episode because I got some answers for y'all. Oh. Due to my ever-growing want for more information in this astrological space. Okay. For now, we are in Aries season. Right, these crazy Aries. I haven't had any Aries in my life since... That one guy a couple years ago who I said was really aggressive. <laughs> that was the last time. <clears throat> right. What about you? And you're clearly still like all scarred up from it. Like these <laughs> right. these crazy Aries. I'm like, wow. Nobody you, nobody you sure has come in nobody has come in to change my thoughts on that, you know? There yeah. hasn't been another Aries to rectify that situation for Mm -hmm. me i haven't had anything to compare to so the opinion stands i feel you well you know one of my closest friends chantel she's an aries and she's actually getting married next year congratulations again if i haven't said it before but that's someone that i know 
personally. But other than that, I don't. Well, I like her. Okay. The only thing that she's ever done is been a loyal friend to you, you know? (laughs) So I can't fault her for that. It may Mm -hmm. have been at my expense, but I know the intention behind it. Since then, she has been nothing but kind to me and friendly and polite. So there you go. That Knowing, is one right, right, where you know she was, she was nice. But we always know one is a sliding scale overall. Two, female and male signs act differently. Yeah, right. That's true. But I also, mean, there are similarities, but there can be differences a lot of the time as well. Yeah. And knowing her for as long as I have, I can tell you she's a very strong, committed, loyal person. Like when she has her mindset on something, she's dedicated, disciplined, and like very much like, you know, just bossy. That's really her. She has a birthday coming up too. It's April 18th and... Moving on, let's play a little game. Basically, there's this article that says what your zodiac sign tells you about your sex life. Instead of me telling you the name of that zodiac sign, I'm just going to give the description. And then you're going to tell me which sign you think it is. Ooh, okay. Now, this could be because... Maybe you've had sex with this sign before or going off of what we've talked about so far in terms of the signs and things like that. Okay. Okay. We'll do five. So this sign is looking for fun when it comes to sex. They enjoy courtship rituals and revel in the bells and whistles of relationships. Light and lively is their motto. They are experimental sexually but not necessarily kinky. When they bond, it's for life. They enjoy relationships that can allow for some serendipity. Which sign is this? Looking for fun when it comes to sex. Right, looking for fun. Lighthearted, fun, Mm -hmm. easygoing, easy, breezy, beautiful. They love being courted and revel in the bells and whistles. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna guess either Pisces or Libra. Okay, no, but I'm gonna <laughs> give you kudos for saying Libra because the answer is in an air sign. Okay, it's it, a okay, Gemini. Wait, let me guess. Again. Okay, oh, yeah. Okay. Damn, I should have. I should have <laughs> let you. I should have let you. But. Looking at Pisces, since you thought that's what it was, let me just go there so we can see what the difference would be between that and this, you know, like, because there had to have been a reason why you chose that. So Pisces are a mixed bag sexually. They're often drawn to powerful types who might be going places and they revel in a little binary role play. They might seem prim and proper, but they're attracted to experienced partners who know their way around the sexual neighborhood. Maybe that's why I guess experimental. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you said experimental. Right. Experienced partners, the role play. I mean, they like to. They, I mean, they like somebody who knows the the, the you know yeah the way around. I feel like you have to be a little bit experienced to be experimental, don't you? 
No. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think you have to be experienced to be experimental. Because experimental is just really like trying things out to see where yeah, you're. Yeah, that's true. To you know? see what you, what you're, yeah. What and you're that could really just be the first time for everything. Like, oh, let's try this. Let's try this. Okay, wow. I'm bad at this game. All right, give me another one. Oh, yeah. Before I tell you that, go to the next one. Let me just quickly let you know what the Libra said. Libras are artistic when it comes to sex. They focus on their talents as lovers and their skills in pleasing partners. For them, it's more about what they bring to the table than what they get. Though they are rather emotional, they are the most relationship-oriented of the signs and tend to mate for life. Uh, Okay, well, that's a similarity. Yeah, and anytime I think about Libra, like, the key word that I hear is pleasing their partner. Like, they're all about, you know, Mm. pleasing the other person. See, I would have said that for, like, maybe a cancer or something, because they're just so, like nurturing and caring right and like but okay give me another one to guess okay well this sign is the role player of the zodiac so they trump everything given to more psychological sexual scenarios this sign may embrace a fully submissive stance or flirt with the idea they're voyeurs and are more prone to engage in group scenarios than most signs. That's crazy. Uh, who could this be? Um, <laughs> is it a Sagittarius? No. Wow, I'm bad at this game. Okay, wait, let yeah. me guess again. Don't say it, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it. <clears throat> Read it again. role players of the zodiac sign given to more psychological sexual scenarios okay so they're mental people they're like fully submissive they might embrace a fully submissive stance in the bedroom they like to submit right i mean i know that that's true about myself you know I would say, <laughs> I, would say that I, I take more of a submissive role when it comes to sexual encounters and such. And lastly, the voyeurs and being more prone to engage in group scenarios than most signs. See, that's where it loses me because, like, I know I wouldn't do that. I, I'm not really into the group mm. thing, but I do mm. have something about the. What voyeur. about the voyeurism? The voyeur is kind of like that's a little, you know, a little hot. Oh, you want to watch? I mean, I I like I. Okay, wow. How do we just even go to this place? Like, <laughs> go ahead here, please. I like to be watched because obviously not by a stranger. Like, no stranger danger. Nobody like lurking through a telescope or anything. But like. My partner? Mm-hmm. Is it Virgo? <laughs> no. Is it? It is. Wow. No, I'm not with the group shit, but everything else I feel like is pretty. Yeah. I've never really done the role play thing, but I want to. I just haven't met somebody that was that I wanted to like dress up and do the whole thing. But I always think that that is so cool. Like meet at a hotel bar you know mm-hmm. like act like you don't know right. each other that some shit like that yeah yeah nice well since you guessed sagittarius the first time so you know sagittarius surely has the most heightened sense of 
sex and their own sexuality. It looms large in their experience, unabashed in the expression of their desires and more easily break with traditional codes. For them, more is more, however you might interpret that. That's lame. Right. But the part of the heightened sense of sex in their own sexuality, I could see that part. Yeah, I probably could too. So, the next one. All right, give it to me. Give it to me, baby. Give it to me. (laughs) Okay. This sign is the least emotionally invested character in the Zodiac, which is why they have a reputation of being edgy or even freaky. Maybe it's because they're so ethereal by nature, they're attracted to decidedly earthy types with a more gritty appeal. Ethereal? Right. And they're emotionless. Right. But edgy and freaky. Right. Is this... Ethereal. Is this the, is this the Aquarius? Yes. Yeah. It is. Yeah, the emotionless. But it's the emotionless part that is is, like. The dead giveaways. All right. Just relax. Shayna, are you freaky? I mean, I would say, I would say I am. I'm very open to new experiences. Yeah, I think that you also do like an earthy guy. What does that mean to you? Yeah, I don't earthy and more gritty appeal. Like I'm trying to get that. You're just not the prim and proper type. Like a super metro guy, I don't think would really be your style. Like obviously hmm. someone who has good hygiene, that's one thing. But like as far as, you know, a long grooming process type of guy, I just don't really see that as being for you in the long run. Mhm. I could see like edgy gritty and then you also like a guy that's kind of like um I don't know what do you what do you think about that part though gritty I'm like gritty that sounds very hard abrasive like I just think like rough and masculine when I think of gritty Mm -hmm. right or like a little mysterious Hmm. I do like masculinity and mystery. I never really equated grit with mystery, though. I mean, Hmm. because gritty just seems like dirty, like in the physical sense. But I don't think that this means like earthy or gritty. I don't think that that means in like a dirty way, like a stinky man. Oh, and you know, interesting actually, I just did a like look up because clearly it has two different meanings. And the other one is showing courage and resolve. Like a gritty pioneer woman. Ooh, yeah, see? Like gritty hmm. people like to dig deep. Oh wow. Yeah, well, I mean, now that we know what this means, yes, this is very accurate actually. Ooh. Earthy and gritty appeal. What was it? With a more gritty appeal. What was it? It said. It said something like they're emotionless, but 
No, no, no. It was like, Aquarians are the least emotionally invested characters in the Zodiac, which is why they have a reputation of being edgy or even freaky. Oh, okay. Maybe that's that was right, the, but that was the reaction to that. Yeah. Yeah. And then it says something like maybe because Aquarians can be so ethereal by nature, which means like delicate. I'm trying to understand that too. Like they are attracted to decidedly earthy types with a more gritty appeal. I think that ethereal is a fair assessment because you literally just float through life. Like, like even when, Mm -hmm. even when I was getting mad at you on vacation, because you would just be like on your own time, like on your own drum, just like <laughs> on your own shit. Like I'm going to go to this buffet three more times, even though our bus is leaving right now. Like I'm just going like, <laughs> to do what I want to do. That to me is like delicate, you know, just like la, la, la. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead because all I can think about is the sage just moving <laughs> right, around the in the house like, like <laughs> Star Talk. Wait, let me get one more in and then that's it. This is the last one. Also, I really just am curious to hear Capricorn and Cancer. So maybe you need to get Okay. Okay, you were just really... I want to know about my friends, you know? We heard Gemini. Yeah. Okay, so this sign tends to be the most objectifying of the sun signs. That is to say that they let their libido do the talking, and if someone strikes their fancy, they like to be the one in pursuit. Scorpio. They aren't necessarily (laughs) relationship-focused. They are most primarily in touch with their libido and where it points them. Scorpio. Nah, girl. What? Wait. Okay, wait. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Most objectifying of the sun signs. They let their libido do the talking. A Leo? An Aries. Oh, the aggression. The yeah. aggression that I experienced was of a sexual nature. Right. Right. Interesting. And with Scorpio, you should know that comes with passion. Like, despite their reputation, um, they are most intent on making a deep and meaningful bond. They are naturally seductive oh. and might utilize their sexuality. That's a Scorpio, gotcha. you know. Whereas Aries is just like raw sex energy. Right. That's so interesting about, I mean, you can cut this out if you choose to, but about the Aries that we know, it's almost as if they're working to suppress those raw sexual desires yeah yeah that's interesting mm-hmm. i know i know she said it was hard though you know yeah. like you know we're human right so yeah but you said you wanted to hear about capricorn yeah capricorn and cancer just real quick Capricorn people are the prime movers in their relationships and they partner with creative types who provide inspiration. They are on the whole reserved and find anything beyond a primal sexual connection to be so much bells and whistles. If it goes there, they are into domination. So they sound kind of, not boring, but... <laughs> <laughs> 
they are on the whole reserved and find anything beyond a primal sexual connection to be so much bells and whistles. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense to me, though. Just knowing the Capricorns Mm. that I know, like, they're really reserved, like, leaning more on the prude scale. But, Mm. you know, if you want to take control and dominate them, you know, they'll let you do that shit. Mm-hmm. Willingly, openly, ready, and willingly. Right. Interesting. Okay, cancer, cancer. Hmm. Cancer says Cancerians are in it for the feels. Sex tends to be loaded for them, mm. they are looking for something emotionally and otherwise deep. That said, they are the least squeamish and more game characters on the astrological block. They like to explore deeply with a set partner. Feelings. So deep <laughs> in my feelings. Yeah, that's... Feelings. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Yeah, that's what's up. If you want to know about our cancer friend, go back two years and listen to Butterflies and Backshots. <laughs> it's one of my favorite episodes. All right. And an epic title. Right. Well, that was a very robust sign language. Yes. It Star was. talk. It was. It was all of that. But it was good. Yeah. And I like that we're like really getting into more interesting aspects of learning about these zodiac signs you know yeah because it's so many layers it's more than just that first googleable list of general characteristics you know what i mean it's beyond you gotta go deep right it's beyond that so cool all right now it's time for nosy All right. Um, all charges against Jesse Smollett were dropped. Yeah. <laughs> Is anyone else left scratching their head wondering what the fuck just happened? I don't know. Like, I definitely felt like when I found out the news in the beginning before the charges were dropped, I was just like, wow, this is crazy. But I wasn't really too pressed but I definitely thought for a second like what if this is just all like some a hoax like yeah and Jesse was like set up or something and then this comes out and I'm like maybe but then you know like you just really never know like either way it's just hard to really say when you're not there but that shit is crazy right so yeah he's out I'm just wondering if this means that they're gonna rehire him on Empire or like I mean because they just they just jumped to fire him like you know with the quickness it was like they were looking for a reason at that point you know which is why they were Mm. saying that he did this in the first place is because he wasn't getting the Empire bag and blah 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 blah. but it's like Mm. I don't know I still feel like I'll never know the truth um yeah definitely was a lifetime movie that shit was pretty crazy maybe they'll make a netflix documentary about this one day the prosecution's mad because they feel like he should have 
had the charges held. Like, I don't know. It's just so weird. It's like Chicago is out to get you, but like not really. You could be lying. Like it just doesn't make sense. I don't know. So anyway, mm-hmm. Jesse is out. So good for you. That's good that you don't have to go to jail or anything. His whole file is going to be expunged. So good for you. I just wanted to give a great shout out to Issa on the cover of Essence this past week. Uh, looking heavenly Ooh. and queenly. Mm, and man, all the words of like superior and just stunning. Awesome. Like yeah. just buttery, mm. you know? Just, like, <laughs> I could just like dip a spoon into her and it would just be like mousse. Like, <laughs> uh. <laughs> Moose. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, though, like, I mean, yeah, that white dress was my favorite Mm -hmm. with the head wrap. Man, she looks so very clean. Yeah. Yes. She looked like she should be in Greece, like walking along the cobblestone roads. Mm -hmm. So nice. Anyway, um,. Shout out to her. Monica is getting a divorce from her husband of several years, Shannon Brown. I don't know if you heard, like, back in the day, not back in the day, like, maybe a year ago, um, Shannon was accused of cheating on her. And she kind of, like, mm-hmm. just didn't acknowledge it publicly. Like, she was just kind of, like, Dealing, dealing with, with it, it right and they popped up together and everyone was like oh they worked it out blah 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 but you know like you just never really saw shannon you know you just never really mm-hmm. never really <laughs> <laughs> he just wasn't around so you know it may not have been all peaches and cream in paradise for their marriage so she fought for divorce, tried to keep it quiet in very Monica fashion, but, you know, these fucking tabloids are vicious. Did you see that one video of that girl who um, wanted to get the story on Wendy Williams' husband who had a baby, and she, like, pretended to be a flower delivery and, like, called the hospital and talk to the baby mama like it was crazy like she went through the it was just it was just a total invasion of privacy and these bloggers and these people will stop at nothing to just learn your business like i understand when wow. the when the tea gets broadeth but when you go seeketh i don't like that yeah don't be like that <laughs> Well, that's crazy about Monica. I mean, I never really knew too much about her love life. All I knew is that she's friends with everyone. Yeah, she's like everyone's (laughs) favorite hip-hop icon. I mean, not hip-hop icon, but like hip-hop whatever, like favorite auntie. She's just, right, always around, right, at everyone's event, so, yeah. And everyone's always like, oh my god, Monica, I love her. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, she's getting divorced. Best of luck to ya, Monty Mon. The boy is not yours right now, you know? Not yours anymore. But it was your choice, so it's all good. 
that's actually all I have for nosy news today because we already talked about us. I was going to talk about us, but we already talked about that. So, okay. That's all. <laughs> I guess Cindy wasn't feeling so nosy <laughs> this week. <laughs> I just really didn't see anything else that was like sparking my fancy. Did you see anything happening? No, I didn't. I tried to think just now, but nothing rung a bell. Yeah, I don't know. Even trying to think about our group chat. Mm. Oh, of course there are the allegations that um, Jordan and Kylie are no longer friends. I still don't know how people know this information. I don't I don't know who's confirming that. So <laughs> that's why I just don't even notice that shit. Mm-hmm. But the new season of KKW is coming up. No, that's Kim Kardashian mm-hmm. was. Keeping up with the Kardashians. The new season of that. Um... Yeah, it's coming out and they're pouring all the tea all over the table. So I might have to check it out. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now it's time for two cents, a two cents, mm-hmm, two cents, a two cents. Let me know. All right, since I'm providing all of the questions today because I'm on a roll, <laughs> is love a learned behavior or are you born to love? Hmm. It's definitely a learned behavior. Okay, elaborate. Because saying you're born to love, it just seems like, yeah, those feelings are innate, like they're in you. So eventually, if triggered, they will come out. Mm -hmm. But I'm more on the side of it's a learned behavior because even to this day, I question, how do you even love someone in a healthy way, in a way that's healthy for the both of you? Like you actually have to put work into that. And figure out whatever relationship, friendship it is, like, what that person needs, you know? Because love could be different to everyone. I think that it's learned because you can learn bad habits just like you can learn good habits. You know? That too. I wasn't looking at it from the, a negative standpoint, but that is true as well. Yeah, I think about the fact that do you see bad examples of love or affection or any of that when you're growing up? Like, you end up doing that shit. And I don't think that, you know, people are necessarily born evil. Like, I mean, granted, some psychopaths and stuff like that, probably, yeah. But, that's I mean, yeah, you know, babies, when they're born, they're like the quintessence of pure. Like, it's like, right. then other people's opinions and worldviews come into place. So maybe you are born with love, you know, in that pure baby form. You're born to love, you know what I mean? And then you can learn to continue that path of, you know, what you were born to do, or you can learn bad behavior. Maybe bad behavior is learned and you're born with good behavior i don't know (laughs) yeah it's so hard to really judge like you know that's like the that's like the common chicken or the egg question Mm -hmm. yeah is was it the chicken first or was it the egg first i don't know yeah i'm gonna say that love is a learned behavior though i'm gonna stick with that yeah same it's definitely learned and i'm still learning Ooh. Beautiful. Beautifully said. (laughs) Beautifully put. Poetic. 
I'm still here. <laughs> okay, girl. Um, <laughs> did you have another, or that was it? That was it. I mean, when I first heard it, it sounded like it was just gonna be so like love, so many levels to it. But I guess it really wasn't that many levels. <laughs> so yeah, that's all for two cents this week. <laughs> all right. So get your life. You gotta gotta get your life. Hey, get your life. You gotta gotta get your life. What you got for us, Shayna? You know, I'm what? just... <laughs> I'm steadily on the path to greatness and being more disciplined and goal-oriented. So I've been doing a lot of things with trying out new budget templates, planning for the future and... Mm-hmm. Health-wise, I didn't eat sugar for five days this week, and that was the goal to actually just, like, stay away from the added sugars and the desserts for five days, and then Friday and Saturday I could, you know, do that. Because, like, you got to have... For the five days. Yeah, you got to have you got to have balance. So then I'll be back to the no sugar tomorrow, but But how did it go for the 5 days? It went well. It went well. I didn't crash. Did you not eat fruit either? Um or like how hardcore was it? Was it like no like processed sugar, like no desserts, cakes? No processed like sugars, no desserts, no cakes, but then I also didn't really eat fruit either. Like it was really just veggies and protein mm-hmm. and I think I had yam or something one day like with a meal but it was cool I feel like actually last week it could have probably been a little bit more uh discipline a little bit more intense I did see a couple glitches such as like you know I had salad like most of the week but then Two times out of the week, I had fried chicken with the salad. So that part, I was like, all right, we, you know, I could have got rid of that, but I didn't. I ate it. And when I got on the scale, I lost just a couple pounds, not a lot, but a healthy amount for the week. So every pound counts, sis. Exactly. It really does. And I saw something that said that doing the orange therapy or like workouts that are like orange therapy where it's kind of a group setting is actually better for you because it helps you to keep some of that accountability and you're surrounding yourself with like like minded people who are all trying to reach a goal as well. Yeah. And that's really like, cute. That's pretty interesting. That's cute. You called it orange therapy. It's definitely orange theory, but that's. It should I could have sworn that I said theory. That's what I, see, I thought theory. You said therapy. <laughs> wow. I definitely was thinking theory. That's so whatever. funny. But um, yeah, and also I worked out like five, six times this week. You know, on Monday I went, I did the stairs with Jocelyn. We walked up the Culver stairs. And then Tuesday through Thursday I did Orange Theory as well as Saturday um and Thursday I worked out twice because I did my Orange Theory session in the morning and then I met up with Damo 
later on for an event and I did Pilates which was my second time doing it and is a killer it is every time like those tiny tiny muscles Right, like you always think like Pilates, but it's like not nah, Pilates, bitch. Right, right. That shit sounds really like <laughs> cute, but no, it's Pilates and yoga. <laughs> like those things kill you. <laughs> it's like such a such a slow killer. Like strength and endurance, those two. I feel like it's a it's a goal to really perfect and get better at because power. I feel like power and cardio. It's easy to go fast, fast, fast because they're for short spurts of time. But yeah, endurance you know and strength, right? Like, endurance and strength like is where the slow bitch. Yeah, that's where the the juice bring is those because legs down mm-hmm. and bring them back up, bitch. Yeah, slowly, so. slowly out. Okay, yeah, I feel you. That's what's up. Um, I think me personally got a recommendation for a black therapist in Pittsburgh, guys. I'm really excited about this news. I know I've talked about wanting to go to therapy a couple times before on the show, and mm-hmm. I am maintaining that. So I think I'm gonna have to go ahead and give this black therapist a try. That's the excuse that I've been making. You know, like I don't, I just really want to have a black therapist. Yeah, like I just really want to have a black therapist, and now like I got a recommendation, so it's like, all right, what's your excuse now? Right, she's under your insurance too. Oh wow, no, (laughs) find the excuse. Right. (laughs) So, am I gonna be your relationship therapist? Yeah, girl. Don't lie. Don't lie to me. I get a fucking man out here. Don't lie to me. Nah, you know relationship relationship coach compartmentalize my life as you know it you know you gotta like put that to the side try to look at my relationship objectively yeah yeah i mean and of course those skills will be developed and learned Um, (laughs) right (laughs) i don't have them now but (laughs) but yeah um do you know relationship therapy is also for singles yeah true you're right you're right you know Examining why the fuck Okay um, <laughs> Let's unpack that You know <laughs> Let's unpack Now I know this girl that goes to this black therapist That I mentioned and she said that She felt so seen In session number one She didn't know what to do <laughs> She was like <laughs> I was rocking back and forth in the corner like, oh, I feel seen. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they understand. That's so Um, funny. Yeah, so shout out to your physical fitness and my mental fitness. And those things coming together and being interchangeable in our lives. And don't forget financial fitness because I'm, you know, trying to tackle. And actually, I was just talking to our, you know, business friends, the engineer and the accountant, and they were telling me about the fact that you can get like a service like Mint or like something similar where Mm. it actually goes into your bank account and categorizes all your spend for you. That's really what I need. I need you to go through my account, bitch. I have Mint. Yeah. Do you like it? Yeah, it's cool. Aisha said it didn't have enough categories for her. Yeah, but but also I feel like Bank of America does that too. I don't have a Bank of America check. I know. Okay. Well, I know the their mobile. Maybe your mobile app might have something like that. But they have this thing where it shows you your spend. You know, like 
your income and what you're spending, your expenses and all that stuff. So. Oh, I need to check and see if mine has that. Maybe it does. Yeah. So I so see yes. it. I see it in a few places, but yeah. Physical, mental, and financial fitness all 2019. Let's get it. We're. I don't know. Did I send you the new budget sheet that I got? Was it like a PDF? Yeah. Yeah, but I haven't done it yet. Of course. Of course oh, okay. I haven't done it yet. Of course. Well, that <laughs> one does the math me? for you, it has the formula what is in it. That I can type into, when you say does it for you, it means I, I type into the PDF and it edits. You type into the PDF and it adds it up for you. At, yeah, that's what I mean. It adds Yeah. It. Okay. <laughs> it edits. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that's all I have for this week. Same here. Okay. Make sure you hit us up on our social media at Sign Me Up Podcast. Hit us up in our email, signmeuppodcast at gmail.com. We're always on. <laughs> Slide in our DMs, all that good shit. I'm at Sydney Poppins 2. I'm Cheeky Bobby. And that's another episode of Sign Me Up Podcast. Signing out.